Things are getting spicy in the NFL as more and more positive COVID tests come to light. The Patriots and Broncos game was postponed to Monday and then ultimately rescheduled after another positive test from the Patriots Sunday morning. The Titans and Bills game is on after Tennessee has multiple days of negative testing, but at this point, I don't know how the league is going to deal with more teams if they keep testing positive. I mean, if more tests come to light over the next few weeks as bye weeks begin, I'm not sure there will be enough time within the week or the season for multiple teams to conveniently work it out. As of now, the wheel is still turning, but it is going to get increasingly difficult to keep it moving as we get closer to the end of the year. On a positive note, the Houston Texan organization has finally realized that Bill O'Brien is a fraud, like I have been saying for years. And the Falcons came to their senses about Dan Quinn. But more on that later. My name is Tyler Warner. This is Football in Five. Buccaneers Bears. Thursday Night Football debuted Nick Foles in his first start for Chicago. And after a very poor start, the Bears miraculously found some hidden magic and scored twice within the final two minutes of the first half. And as the story goes, the second half was the tale of two kickers netting four field goals. Brady attempted a comeback drive in the final minute, but as it goes with the elderly, he lost track of the downs and lost his team the game. Bears win 2019. Rams football team. Dwayne Haskins was benched so hard before the game, apparently he moved down to third string on the depth chart. Because when starter Kyle Allen came off due to injury, he was replaced by million dollar man Alex Smith. Which is the closing chapter on an extraordinary comeback story of Smith's road to recovery. Unfortunately, the game ended poorly for Washington because, as heartwarming as Alex Smith's story is, the DC football team is still terrible and the Rams easily took care of business, winning 30-10. Eagles Steelers, how much more can Carson Wentz take? The rest of the offense is so depleted he is throwing to no-name players with a flimsy practice squad caliber of an offensive line for protection. Chase Claypool emerged as a star for Pittsburgh scoring four touchdowns and getting all of Roethlisberger's targets. I can't wait to see where this relationship goes. Hopefully, it's consensual. Steelers win 38-29. Cardinals Jets. New York closed down their facility earlier in the week due to a positive COVID test. Nothing came of it and this game was played on schedule, so I assume the test was in an attempt to save the Jets from another humiliating week of football. Unfortunately, not even the coronavirus could save fans from having to watch what the Jets put out on the field. Cardinals win 30-10. Raiders Chiefs. This game was downright good old-fashioned chuck the rock up offensive shootout fun. In accepting his new Vegas lifestyle, Gruden saw what Andy Reid was putting down with Mahomes and not only did he call it, he raised the pot. This was Patrick Mahomes' first loss by more than seven points, and Vegas fans couldn't be any happier with the direction of their team. Raiders win 40-32. Jaguars-Texans. After the shocking firing of Bill O'Brien, uh, I've been calling this for years, I might add, Houston played with a rejuvenated spirit. How long that rejuvenation will last is the real question, but for now, the Texans can celebrate a hard-earned win against a bottom-tier team who is about to fire their coach as well. 
after he secures Trevor Lawrence, that is. Texans win 30-14. Bengals-Ravens. Joe Burrow never really stood a chance against this Baltimore defense, and he never will as long as he plays for the atrocious Cincinnati organization. AJ Green looked like he was asking to be traded on the sidelines, but honestly, AJ, you should have made that request a long time ago. Ravens win 27-3. Panthers-Falcons, it is finished. Dan Quinn was fired shortly after the game, I knew it was a bad sign when the camera showed owner Arthur Blank standing on the sideline while the Falcons were still behind. Atlanta has just never been the same since that dreadful Super Bowl loss, and Quinn is the one to blame. General Manager Thomas Dimitrov was fired as well, and it's not looking good for Matt Ryan and Julio Jones either, as it would appear the Falcons are about to go into full rebuild mode. But hey, shout out to the Carolina Panthers starting 3-2 with a brand new team. Panthers win 23-16. Dolphins 49ers. Honestly, I have no idea what happened this game. I mean, I guess Miami is just going to ball out every other week. If there's any team you should dub as an air raid offense, it is this week's Dolphins. You know, and, and on the other side, Grappolo looked pretty awful. You know, it felt like he was really trying to rush back from injury. Anyway, the Dolphins took this wounded 49er team out back, just like old Yeller winning 43-17. Giants-Cowboys. This game was an NFC East disaster. Only the Cowboys defense could make the New York offense look like a professional football team. And Dak Prescott's mangled ankle was just another devastating addition to the year 2020. In the end, the Cowboys hang on by a thread despite their season being put in jeopardy with the loss of Dak. Cowboys win, but not really, 37-34. Colts-Browns. The only hope for the Colts was that Phillip Rivers would somehow find new life with a change in scenery. Unfortunately for the city of Indianapolis, Rivers is the same washed-up quarterback who was broken down by years of mismanagement from the Charger organization. The Browns start 4-1 for the first time since the Bilicek days, winning 32-23. Vikings-Seahawks. This Seahawks football team is putting much unwarranted stress on every 12th man's cardiovascular system. Every game comes down to the wire. Sometimes they look like the best team in football, and other times they struggle against the Vikings offense from 1997. In the end, Minnesota had a chance to seal the deal on fourth and inches, but got stuffed on a run play, which should have been called as a quarterback sneak or a field goal. And as every viewer foresaw, Russ drove down the field, converting multiple fourth downs to score with 15 seconds remaining. Seahawks win 27-26. You know, with football being played on Tuesday night, we got five days of NFL football this week. For everything else that's going on, we can at least be thankful for that. And as we ride into week six, let's hope that those tests keep coming back negative. I don't know how much more I can take. As always, thank you for listening to this podcast. If you could, please take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Also, share Football in 5 with a friend who loves football as much as we do. All of my love. Music was done by Matt Reeves. I'll talk to you guys next week.